0: celebrating maybe doing a little bit of the uh, shopping we appreciate you taking us uh, with you or wherever you are justin barkley in for glenn beck today and we're covering some of the biggest stories in fact what is happening down in arizona are they still counting votes i i can't imagine we'll get the latest and an update on that plus some of the other biggest stories of the day speaking of accounting where's all that money gone for the ftx folks and Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, Ukraine, wanting an account, of <laughs> some of the money gone there. 10% for the big guy. We'll be back in just a moment after this on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, welcome back in. You can... F- follow me you can hang out you can uh tweet whatever you want to call that right on twitter at mr justin Barkley. all the social media places as well Uh, we will uh, continue to spread the truth by the way speaking of the truth the narrative continues to crumble it's it's a bit flaky like a good pie crust ought to be at least (laughs) day after thanksgiving the, uh, the narrative continues to crumble. we go down to Arizona and check in in just a little bit with the latest stories out of Arizona. But how about this? One in four Americans say they won't be having Thanksgiving dinner because they can't afford it. Bidenflation, the economy, all of it so bad that uh, apparently it's wreaked real havoc on Thanksgiving dinner. Now, we have now I'm, I, I do think costs were up. I didn't do a lot of the uh, the shopping for the Thanksgiving uh, dinner. We go to a, a relative's friend's house. So I'm, I'm not like watching that, but you know costs on everything are up. Particularly on fuel, so gas, but mostly uh, r- real problems with diesel. Why? Because with diesel is what powers to get everything to you, everything all across the country, and in effect across the globe, it's got, it runs on diesel, which I guess is, you know, now more than ever, the shortages and the issues with supply chain, but also production, oh, and refining, and all the other problems they've had with the supply and demand has just gone through the roof. You know, even in some places, you may have seen gas go down a little bit. Look at ga- diesel. It's really, it ought to be a concern for a lot of folks. but You just don't buy the diesel, you don't think about it, most folks anyway. inflation in Biden's economy, the real turkey is the prices. Stuffing up 69%, uh, rolls up 22%, pumpkin pie up 22%, turkey, which is the biggest item on your Thanksgiving plate, not surprisingly, up 21%, also up $5, fully a third of that increase. Yeah, uh, uh, everything. You're, you're, you're paying more for everything this Thanksgiving. 20% increases, they say, you know, literally across the board. Even on Morning Show, they can't deny it.
1: Let's turn to your charts and the story of Thanksgiving. Uh, inflation is hitting people who are going to go out shopping today to buy their turkey and their mashed potatoes and everything else. Prices is up 20% for a dinner this year, it sounds uh, like, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a,
0: it's pretty amazing. They're
1: up 18%. Uh, up to
0: eighty-one dollars and thirty-one cents, which you can see in the chart, in, in the bar chart in the middle there, uh, and was la- uh, just a year ago was sixty-eight seventy-two. This is to f- feed a family of ten. Twenty percent, twenty percent. And you imagine a quarter of people say they're not going to have, they're just not going to eat, and it, it's not going to have Thanksgiving. This year, and I and I guess they did it. But what about Black Friday? You know, I, this is strange. We'll have to wait and see what the numbers look like. But this is strange. How about this? They they think that Black Friday sales are going to be through the roof. People are going to come out in numbers this year the, more than ever before. And the reason they say this is because things are so bad. I don't mean the lap, but it's it's real. Things are so bad that people are coming out for the deals. They're trying to save some money. Now, that on top of everything else, we have this threat of this national rail strike. He thought the diesel was issued bad with plane, trains, automobiles, you name it. Diesel runs it. National rail strike viewed as increasingly inevitable. Now, I thought Biden fixed this. Don't you remember before the uh, the election, he had it all taken care of? He swooped in just in time for the election. And there was, this, uh, there was this rail strike issue just was looming. And they said, oh, no, no, he's got it solved. He's got it solved. That's not the word now. And it could come between now and Christmas, which could really put a big dent on the holiday cheer. National Freight Rail Strike from Breitbart here. Viewed as increasingly inevitable as four rail worker labor unions have rejected a tentative agreement with rail companies. So, and and the way this works is if, I guess, if any of them have a problem with it, if any of them have a real issue with it, then they're all off and they're all out. This could put a real damper on the holiday. You won't even get coal in your stocking. You'll get nothing. You remember that song? You're getting nothing for Christmas. You remember that? That's. Yeah. I hate to say it, but that might be. That might be a reality, but folks, it's not just Christmas presents. I know that's what they like to talk about, but more than anything, you're talking about food. Perishables. Perishables. Getting food to the plates of of folks. I mean, real issues. And energy costs are through the roof. You know, we've seen all of that. But just in time for Thanksgiving dinner, I don't know if you saw this. They got mocked mercilessly for this over the uh, the, uh, the, the holiday here. But Biden's folks, Ron Klain, in fact, White House Chief of Staff, put out a handy-dandy note. It's talking points. This is this is incredible to me, and it really shows you how bad things actually are. They gave supporters, they gave liberals, folks who are just real, real everyday, everyday average joes, not not like the Joe that's in in the residence. But they gave him, they gave him cheat sheets, like they give Joe. They gave him the cheat sheet. Well, you, you you've seen those, right? Where they. They got to give him a sheet on on what to say and where to go now. Now stand over here and now shake hands with the the air. You know, (laughs) you've seen him do it. I know a number of times. Well, they gave Americans a cheat sheet. Talking points. Talking points for Thanksgiving dinner. This is what Ron Klain tweets. One last item for your Thanksgiving dinner. Some talking points. When that uncle comes at you about POTUS. Oh, and they are just absolutely crazy. Again, we were just talking about fuel. Tackling inflation and lowering costs. Everything on the table costs more, by the way. Everything. We just went through that. Some people are not even able to have uh, Thanksgiving because they can't afford it. Gas prices are down $1.35 since June. Inflation is moderating. These are all just like these crazy lies that they say and they smile. Everybody drinking the Kool-Aid. This Kool-Aid is delicious. Unsnarling supply chains to lower the cost of goods. This is what I guess Biden's been doing behind the scenes. other than sniffing hair and eating ice cream cones. This is what he's been doing. Saving Americans with hearing loss up to $3,000 on hearing aids. Give me a break. Tackling junk fees that cost Americans billions, like surprise overdraft fees. Uh huh. Yeah, well, yeah, everybody's overdrafting right now because they got no money in their pockets. They got no money in their accounts. Well, it didn't. <clears throat> it didn't go well. <laughs> let's, just, let's just put it that way. The talking points did not persuade critics on social media. If somebody pulls this sheet out at Thanksgiving dinner, you're fully justified in catapulting them into the nearest body of water, Ben Shapiro said. How about instructions for rigging 10,000-volt dining room chairs for anybody who whips out talking points at Thanksgiving dinner? David Burge said on Twitter. Lots of these all on The Blaze. You can find, by the way, if you want to go check that out, TheBlaze.com. Biden off for his little Thanksgiving holiday. Did you, did you see and I guess he's in Nantucket? Did you see the, the parade call? It did not go well. I watched this live and I guess they get the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. They're marching down the street and they go to this woman who is a reporter there standing on the the street the side of the street and she's supposed to get a call for the president. And it does not go well, well, it goes as bad as well as you can expect. I'll play that for you coming up next, and you can join me, speaking of those tweets, over on Twitter and anywhere else on social media, at Mr. Justin Barkley. It's back in just a moment for Beck Barkley on the Glenn Beck Program. Well, this this wasn't the craziest thing, the, the worst thing that, that he did uh, uh, over the, the break so far. Biden making the call to the parade route, and it goes about as well as you can expect. It's pure chaos. <laughs> <laughs> the reporter with a look on her face. It's just silence. She said hello, and there's nothing happening. The band's marching and playing going on behind her. She's just got this look on her face. Deer in headlights like, oh, gosh, is he there?
2: I don't think I can hear you. Can you hear me, Mr. President?
0: 90%? Yeah. Can you hear him? That's him and Dr. Jill in the background, and they're talking to each other like, I don't know, I don't know what to do here. What? It's like the first time they've encountered a telephone. 90%?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah Hello? Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. President. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> I should I should
0: not be laughing. This is not funny. By the way, you remember that? that the, the commercial, the big the political commercial they did back in the day? Who do you want? Four o'clock in the morning, getting that phone call or whatever. What, you remember that? Who do you want? What was it? Ten o'clock in the morning, getting the call for the Macy's? This guy can't even take that call. And... and and he has Dr. Jill right beside his handlers right there with him, and Dr. Jill can't even they they can't figure they can't figure this phone call thing, but listen. He's also got the nuclear codes.
2: Can you hear you? Can you hear me, Mr. President? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you hear you?
1: Yeah.
2: No. Hello. No. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. President. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're ah. here. We're here. Oh. Hi, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was so worried this call wasn't going to go through. How are you? It's
0: <sighs> Just, just, just worried about that call. Don't worry about the nuclear codes or any of the other call. It's just, it's, it's unthinkable. It's unthinkable. All of it. It's, it. This is the the commander in chief, the leader of the free world, and uh, they can't figure out how to work a phone. Now, listen, I understand he's older. That it, these phone calls and the networks and all that stuff, it can be tough. i you know, I've, we're doing one now. You know, I, I'm here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, at WOOD. It's Wood Radio, West Michigan, and somehow we're connected via the miracle of modern technology, to Dallas, Texas, and the uh, the Glenn Beck uh, studios there, and they've got, you know, Mercury Studios. They've got everything, you know, wired in, and sometimes it's tough, I get it. But this is even, he was asked something, I think that this is even more disturbing. Because he doesn't know what he's saying, and he doesn't know where he is half the time anyway. But here he is, saying he wants to ban... Semi automatic weapons, basically. That's essentially what he's saying here. Semi semi Now, if you're if you're not a gun person, let me just explain to you. Nearly every handgun that's out there nearly every. You know, now there's some revolvers that are being used and folks that carry, but nearly every handgun that's being used whether it be the you know the police officer or just the average joe that's carrying it's carrying a chances are pretty much going to be a semi-automatic what does that mean it just means that you pull the trigger one bullet comes out pull the trigger another bullet comes out as many as you have inside your magazine now, you know, I'm not an expert in the field, but I think I know a little bit more, at least than Joe, about this particular subject. He's saying that those weapons are a problem. This is, what is going back to the muskets? What?
1: The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick.
0: It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. Say that to the woman who was able to stop an attacker, she was able to fend off an attacker and stop a rape in progress. You're saying there's no social, no redeeming value of these these weapons? People being able to defend themselves? Say that to the woman who is, is being threatened. Domestic violence with an ex. It is the great equalizer. She's able to protect herself. Say that in any number of the cities, Democrat-run, blue cities, Philadelphia, Detroit, St. Louis, all across the country in these liberal strongholds where crime is through the roof. Tell them that they don't have a right to defend themselves or their children? There's no social redeeming value? The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be
1: purchased is sick. It's just sick. It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. Not a single solitary
0: rationale for it. I wonder if he's going to instruct the Secret Service to stop carrying them as well. I just, what do we go back to? Swords? Should we, should we duel with, with swords or something? Or knives? I mean, what? What what is he asking people to do? maybe a maybe a slingshot maybe that's what we should we should use for now on uh, uh like i said the parade audio <laughs> was bad but not nearly as bad and by the way he probably misspoke there he he probably didn't i i don't honestly i don't know what he meant cuz i don't think he knew what he meant but he's standing in front of a fire station while he's having his conversation and I I wonder you know I wonder what the ultimate goal and the ultimate plan is here in Michigan I can tell you we have a for the first time in, in, in decades completely democrat controlled executive house and senate and the first one of the first issues they plan on tackling our horrible governor here Gretchen Whitmer is guns gun control So, how do you fend off the crazy creepy weirdo that wants to sniff your child's hair? <laughs> Apparently, it won't be with a semi-automatic weapon. That is that's not how he wants it done. I guess we're going back to the sticks and stones. Uh yeah, we're checking in with Arizona coming up as well. Folks are going to get a little bit of a report of what's happening down in Arizona. I think they're still counting votes. Yeah. How's that possible? The Glenn Back Program. Never notice any of these folks that uh, they want to ban guns or I mean, any of these people in washington dc any of these folks who are in uh, let's say let's call the regressive left you know any of these people they have a better idea of what you want to do with your life and what needs to be done and they want to tell you what to do any of these people they, they 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 none of these folks are experts we were told to follow the experts for years now it's been follow the experts listen to the experts oh of course we know what that means Let's listen to their experts, (laughs) their approved experts spouting the approved narrative. Listen to those folks. Don't pay no attention to the actual experts. You 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 get some guy like Joe Biden out there talking about uh, banning all semi-automatic weapons, as he puts it. You know, basically, he can't believe, he can't believe that these things are still allowed out there. And of course, you know what he meant. He meant he meant probably meant automatic. I'd say probably did, but I don't know. I don't even know if he knows what he meant. The idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. And yep, have your security, give them up first. All these people who are calling for this. They ought to, they ought to set the example, have their security, give them up first. Barkley and for Beck today. No, it's not, it's never gonna happen, and it, it shouldn't happen. They ought to be secured but you also ought to have a chance and a right to be able to to uh to defend yourself as well Is so this this is just reasonable isn't it yeah it's it's what we're talking about these things are just re- speaking of unreasonable though out in arizona where i still believe i don't i think they're still counting votes so somebody just made the comment and a message to me, and by the way, if you want to send me a message, I'm at Mr. Justin Barkley everywhere on social media. You can uh, you can text me, you can go to my website, JustinBarkley.com, find out how to get a hold of me. Justinbarclay.com. But somebody just sent me a message saying, you know, Ryan Seacrest he can count 12 million votes at a commercial break, but Arizona is still counting? It, it really, it's just it's beyond the imagination. How is this even possible? You know, of course, these are the same people story after story of problems. When they went to vote the same day on election day story after story major issues. It's it's so it's so blatant. And unfortunately, one of the things that it it accomplishes, one of the things that it really does, is it uh, disenfranchises people. Carrie Lake saying, hey, we are still in the fight. We will not give up. You got to love the fact that she's willing to fight and that she calls it like it is.
2: Hey, Arizona, Carrie Lake here. I wanted to reach out to you to let you know that I am still in this fight with you. For two years, I've been sounding the alarm about our broken election system here in Arizona, and this past week has confirmed everything we've been saying. When we called for Katie Hobbs to recuse herself over a year ago, they ridiculed us. It turns out we were right. The Fox was guarding the hen house, and Mm -hmm. because of that, voters have been disenfranchised. When we raised concerns and I filed a lawsuit months ago to get rid of the electronic voting machines, they said we were crazy. Well, it turns out we were right. On Election Day, nearly half of all polling locations had problems with tabulating machines and printers. Mm. Malfunctioning tabulation machines forced voters to wait in line for hours to exercise their sacred right to vote. I talked to voters who waited in line for hours. One man told me he went to a location and there was a three hour line because the tabulators weren't working. He drove 15 miles to another location and the printers weren't working. He drove another 15 miles and was finally able to cast his vote, but he's not sure it counted.
0: Now, how many people just gave up and said, I'm going home? How many people that, that came and this is all same day, day of voting. These tend to be more Republican voters and, and particularly Kerry Lake voters. How many of them were turned away? Story after story after story. There should never be an issue with any of the transparency or accountability when it comes to elections whatsoever. I'm not denying there was an election. Just asking questions. I, I think we all ought to be able to do that. We, we, we can't ask questions anymore. That's a problem. Well, I've got a big question. What the heck is going on in Maricopa County? The Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richer, has a PAC. It's a political action committee. He's raising money. This guy has a PAC. He's one of the founding members of the partisan PAC that is uh, supporting, basically, Never Trumpers. It's an anti-Trump PAC. Now, he claims to be a reporter, a Republican, probably from the McCain side of things down there. Calls it the pro-democracy Republican PAC. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer coming under increasing scrutiny after the botched election in Maricopa County, leading some to question his founding and operation of that PAC, the stated mission to support Pro-democracy Arizona Republicans who reject conspiracy theorists and demagoguery from candidates who maintain the 2020 presidential election in Arizona was stolen. Well, if, if you believe that or if you want to support that, you probably shouldn't be running elections. Is it legal? No. It looks like for all intents and purposes, maybe it was. Should it be? It's a whole nother question. The story of the Arizona Sun-Times brings up the point that at the end of the day, at the very least, it's unethical. At the very least, there should never be a question about our elections. Blood has been spilled. People have died for this right for us. To take part in these elections. So we had originally planned on talking to Secretary of State candidate nominee Mark Finch, and we had a hard time getting a hold of him. If we do get him on the phone, we'll get an update on what's happening down there. But the story out of the Arizona Sun Times says while Richard's Pack claims to support Republicans, it has received money from a man who donates to almost exclusively Democrats. Well, wait a second, wait a minute here. What? No, oh, this is this is bipartisan. This is nonpartisan. Francis Nafaji gave twenty thousand dollars to his pack, sixty thousand to the Arizona Democrat Party, and fifty three hundred to Democrat Arizona Senator or Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, running for governor. By the way, you talk about an appearance of impropriety, why is this woman who is the Secretary of State allowed to run the election in which she is running for governor? Now, if it's not against the law, that's one thing. But these folks who claim that there's nothing to see here and that everyone who thinks that there is is just some wacky tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. Every one of those folks is just a little off in the head, so to speak. She's running her own election. She had the opportunity to step down.
2: But of course, she wouldn't. And they're still counting the votes. Our election officials failed us miserably. What happened to Arizonans on election day is unforgivable. Tens of thousands of Maricopa County voters were disenfranchised. Now, I am busy here collecting evidence and data. Rest assured, I have assembled the best and brightest legal team, and we are exploring every avenue to correct the many wrongs that have been done this past week. I'm doing everything in my power to right these wrongs. My resolve to fight for you is higher than ever. This movement started in Arizona and it quickly expanded to all 50 states. It's a movement of mama bears and papa bears and students and Arizonans who love this country, who want secure borders, who want schools that prepare their children for the real opportunities that are out there. It's a movement of Arizonans who want safe streets once again and want the drug crisis to come to an end. It's a movement of Arizonans who want prosperity and the pursuit of happiness. That movement is stronger than it ever has been. And I can promise you one thing this fight to save our republic has just begun. I tell you what, she says she's not going anywhere. I love you, Arizona, and I love you, America.
0: I love the fact that Katie or that uh, Carrie Lake is in the fight and she won't back down. I love that. I just. I got to tell you, folks, this is a this is a tough situation. How do you fix? Well, some of the things that are happening behind the scenes we'll talk about. But it's not just in Arizona. There are other places that uh, things are moving, in fact, near the border. We'll get the latest update on that. Should we get Secretary of State candidate Mark Fincham on the line? We'll get the update from Arizona as well. It's Barkley and for Beck today. We continue on the Glenbeck program back after this.
1: Informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com.
0: Yep, it is Parkley back in for Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. 888 727 BECK. That's 888 727 Back, you can join the program at any time. Lots happening down south in Arizona. We just touched on a few things and updates over the break. But did you see the latest at the border? Kevin McCarthy, who hopes to be the uh, Speaker of the House, has gone down, GOP leader, going down to the border, demanding the resignation of Secretary, Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. He says he, he ought to resign or be impeached. If Secretary Mayorkas does not resign, House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, and every failure. Hmm. will determine whether we can begin impeachment inquiry. Uh, determine whether we tell a little bit stronger. I would like to say hey, we're going to resign or face impeachment. He's been a complete failure. They tell you over and over again that the border, there's nothing to see here. Everything's fine. <sighs> Alejandro Mayorkas. Secretary ought to be impeached. Resign or face impeachment hearings. Those are the choices. Kat McCammack, the the representative from Florida, talking down at the border about what she's
2: witnessed. Good afternoon. I proudly represent the Sunshine State, and a lot of people have asked me, what are you doing in Texas? Well, this is not my first border trip. I've been here several times and every time I think that it's going to get better, it's actually getting worse. See, on my very first trip to the border, I met a nine year old little girl. She tried to tell me her name, but she couldn't. Her vocal cords had given out because she was screaming so loud while being raped Mm. repeatedly by cartel members.
0: Folks, it's horrific. What is happening on the border and, and none of this None of this is really getting the attention or the coverage that it deserves is an absolute humanitarian crisis. And the humanitarian crisis, that can be solved. But for political reasons, Democrats, Mayorkas, the rest of it. By the way, the same guy who's colluding with big tech to shut you down and censor you has got the border wide open senator josh Hawley giving him raking him over the coals the other day
1: without objection i'd like to enter the this article called the truth cops published in the intercept uh here's my question then if if you're not censoring speech and if you're not treating americans as domestic terrorists then why is it that you're pressuring big tech to treat american citizens as if they're threats to the homeland why are you pressuring them to censor speech oh. let me just let me just take let's take a look at some new documents that have come to light that show what your administration is doing this administration is doing to censor speech let's take a look at this email from july sixteenth, twenty 2021 it's over my shoulder here facebook emailing hhs saying i know our teams met today to better understand the scope of what the white house expects from us on misinformation going forward are you familiar with that email no Let's try another
0: one. And we all are now, by the way. And, and guess who else is? Twitter. In fact, Elon Musk has said something very interesting on Twitter. We have it all. <laughs> what happened here at Twitter is very concerning. And it's all starting to come out. Some good news filled in the, some of the very strangest times. It looks like the truth, just like it always does eventually sees the light of day the truth will set you free more of it barclay in for beck today on a beck friday follow me at twitter and everywhere else at mr justin this barclay is the glenn back program